Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I'm your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. And we've done it for now 25 weeks in a row. That's right, we're at episode 25. We've had a couple bonus episodes here and there. We've labeled them .5s. So we've technically done more. But this is our true 25th episode. That's a huge number. That's a huge... um, a milestone to be proud of. Uh, this is, and I know there's other podcasts that out there that have been on way longer than 25, and um, you know they may look at 25 and say, oh, whatever. But you know what? Coming from a guy who's been podcasting for nine years uh, and has been working with people who have been in the podcasting world for over nine years at this point, 25 is a milestone. I, my first ever podcast, um, every, uh, Happy Hour with Steel Tip, only lasted 18 episodes. Um, Creepcast, uh, I, I, you know, that one I think went beyond 25, but it didn't go much beyond that. Uh, plenty of podcasts, not just my own, they set out to do great things, and at some point, they just kind of teeter out, and sometimes, I mean, 25 episodes is almost six months. Um, next week will be our six month anniversary to producing shows, um, episode 26. So, you know, 25 is, is huge and, and I'm very proud to be at episode 25. And before we get to this week's, cause I had to make a pool. I had to find someone, uh, that was, um, deserving is not the word because all my guests are deserving for milestone episodes. Um, but someone that I really just wanted to speak to and have a good time with on our 25th episode that we haven't spoken to yet. Uh, so before we introduce him, let's do some housekeeping. Let's do a little bit uh, of self-promotion, if you will. Uh, make sure you check out uh, Philly Podcast Festival. That's the, that's the big thing uh, at the date of this recording and also the date of this airing. We are uh, less than 20 days. I think we're I, figured, I think we're 18 days away, two and a half weeks away from the Philadelphia Podcast Fest. Um, it starts on August 19th, Friday night at 6 p.m. with our good buddy Jeff Stormer of the Party in One podcast. Uh, we are going on at 2 p.m. on August 21st, that's a Sunday, 2 p.m. at Tattooed Moms on South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, we're going live. It's going to be great. It's going to be cool. And I've been trying to give little nuggets of information about our live show as we go on. Um, and this, I don't think we've announced it publicly yet. So here it is coming right to you, the fans. Uh, we sat down and I sat down and we already talked about how Mike is going to be my co-host or, or uh, is my sidekick or whatever for the show. Garrett is going to be uh, the stand-up comedian. He's going to be part of the show a little bit. Uh we're doing a late night format, sitting down uh, with Mike and discussing like how are we gonna do a live version of me sitting around and talking to people for an hour. Uh, we decided 
late night. Like, why don't we do something like a late night show? And I said, oh my God, that idea is genius because I've ever since I've been podcasting, I've wanted to do like late night in new media. And now I get to do late night in the afternoon uh, with everything is awesome. So we're going to do, uh, it's not, you know, the official late night format, but we're going to do something similar. We're, I, this everything is awesome live is going to be modeled after a late night show. I grew up with Conan. I'm a fan of Conan, um, Jimmy Fallon. Ever since he's taken over uh, both the late night show uh, and tonight show, I, I've just been a fan of him. So uh, pulling inspiration from Conan, from uh, David Letterman, from David Letterman, from Jimmy Fallon, and and from even James Corden, like all these guys, Stephen Colbert. They're all great, and um, they've all inspired me to to want to talk in a way, uh, and and do the show that I'm doing now. And it's great that I get to kind of do an homage to that in a live show with with the audience participating. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, this week's guest. Let's finally get to him. Uh, you, where would you have known this week's guest? Where wouldn't you have known this week's guest? Uh, he is someone that, um, I've uh, been a fan of for years. I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, my parents or at least your parents, you know, have been fans of this person for years from their childhood. Maybe even your grandparents, guys, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, the world's greatest detective. The Dark Knight himself, the Batman, straight out of Gotham City. Batman, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, well, Kev, I just gotta say, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I I wasn't sure when you first uh, asked me to do uh, this podcast, is it? Um, I, I wasn't sure uh, what it was, what a podcast was. So I went to the Google uh, on the internet. Have you ever heard of the Google, Kev? Uh, you mean Google.com? Yeah, it's the popular search engine, and it's not called the internet. I mean, I guess you can call it the internet. It's not definitely not called the Google. I'm, I'm going to have to put a foot down there. Um, but yeah, go go on, Bats. Uh, as I was saying, uh, I, I went to the Google, and I, and I, I typed in P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and uh, for podcast uh do i have to spell words on this like people what i don't know how it works it's audio no video uh batman you, you don't um let's give our audience a little bit i mean we're not all the great detectives that you are but uh i'm pretty sure uh this audience especially can spell the word podcast because they are listening to it <clears throat> okay uh, sorry about that i'm just all new to this world and so I, I, you know, I, I researched what a podcast was and uh, figured, you know what, uh, you helped me produce a web series for a little bit. Uh, why not? I'll do a favor for you, Kev. So uh, yeah, so thank you for having me on the show. I'm very excited to sit down and talk a little bit on your big two five. I remember when I had 25 issues under my belt uh, with my comic book, but more importantly, I remember the 25th punch I threw and the 25th criminal I threw in Arkham Asylum. Uh, you know, 25 is a big deal, but you know, you should probably 
uh, you know, even look more forward to number 50 and number 100 and things like, you know, after a while, numbers stop meaning anything uh, because your life just becomes uh, pretty soulless at the end of the day. That's pretty bleak, Batman. Um, I, I want to call what you do soulless. Um, aside from keeping Gotham City safe uh, and even, you know, the world to extent when you team up with the Justice League, you you do, uh, you know, bring entertainment. Like, you've you've allowed um, your... your uh, your essence, your 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 being. You've allowed um, this character. You've allowed um, that to be replicated for entertainment purposes, and it's been great seeing all the different versions of Bruce. And whoa, 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 whoa! I'm gonna stop you right there. What does Bruce have to do with this, huh? Bruce Wayne has nothing to do with this conversation. Do you understand me, Kev? Um, okay, well, uh, I'm not, I don't want to argue with you, Bats, because I know clearly you can probably punch my face in, and I know you're really good at the whole punching thing, so, uh, but I mean, you, it's well documented in all the different, um, forms of media, uh, comic books, movies, television shows, cartoon shows, um, pretty much, I mean, video games, I mean, there isn't a medium we haven't seen uh, the origin of Batman and his secret identity, uh, Bruce Wayne. I told you, Kev, if you mention Bruce one more time, this is your final warning. Okay, okay, so we won't, no more B-dubs. Um, anyway, uh, as I was saying, you know, you, you have, you know, allowed this character to bring so much joy to people. Uh, how, how does that feel as, as a superhero or as you know a, a person uh you know under the mask well kev you know it's uh it's pretty great i gotta say uh not only have i you know loved seeing my character uh come to life on the page and then you know through uh various you know even the early films like the the theater films and you know, the 66 Batman was, you know, a weird take on my character, but I did appreciate it. It was, you know, uh, for many of you, for many of your listeners, uh, Adam West portraying the Batman was many people's entry point into my mythos and, and glimpse at, at least the entertainment version of my life. And uh, I think he did a, a great job to bring some humor to it because you know, it, it was a darker, it was dark times for the bats, and, and he helped bring some color to it, if you will. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm I'm 32, uh, Batman. I'm 32 years old. Um, so so, I, you know, I was born well about 20 years, eight, uh, 18 years after the 66 Batman was a thing. Um, but you know, my dad worked overnights, and my entry point uh, into the Batman universe, and really into the superhero. Um, world and comic books and, and comic book characters was 66 Batman. My, my dad worked overnight. So during the day I, I would be, you know, he'd watch me and, and we'd watch some TV. And, and one of the things that we would watch was 66 Batman. And as, as kind of hokey or, or cheesy as it was, campy is the word I'm looking for. Um, it was, it was just a good fun time. 
And, you know, I respect it. Adam West, even though it was my entry point into it, I mean, I would never call Adam West my my Batman. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I totally know what you mean, uh, Kev. You know, my Batman, my personal Batman is uh, Kevin Conroy from the uh, the cartoon, the 90s cartoon animated series. I thought he did a wonderful job at uh, portraying the character uh, the way that it's, you know, I, the way I envision myself is basically uh, as Kevin Conroy. When I, even though I sound like that other guy, uh, when I close my eyes and I just listen to myself talk and I leave journal entries in my bat, uh, my bat computer, I, uh, I hear Kevin Conroy's voice. Bats, I gotta agree with you. Uh, Kevin Conroy is a really, really good Batman. One of my favorites. It's hard to choose between, I, I have always considered Michael Keaton my Batman. Oh, Keaton was great. I loved 89 Batman. Yeah, he is, the, I, you know, I gotta agree with you. It would be hard to pick which one of those are my Batman, right? I mean, uh, you know, Conroy, we obviously had a lot, we have a lot more um, exposure to as the Batman. And I think you're right. I think when I read a comic book, when I read a Batman comic book, I do hear Conroy's voice in my head. But if I sit down and we're talking Batman, I'm, I'm with my buddies, I'm talking Batman, or I'm, I'm with my audience and we're talking Batman, and, and you know, we have these, we now have a generation of kids whose Batman is Christian Bale. Ah, uh, don't, don't remind me. I know, I know he nailed the voice. He did nail my voice, I'll give you that. But he, uh, he does not hold a candle. To Keaton or Conroy, I I know I, you know I I think Bale was a fine Batman. I you know I think um, really and the Dark Knight, uh, the sequel to Batman Begins, is a great movie. But I, th I think that's more Heath Ledger. Oh, don't Heath Ledger! I mean, it it brought back terrifying memories of me battling the Joker. Uh, you know, uh, he he is honestly the living embodiment of the Joker. Uh, Jack Nicholson, oh, great. I will, yes, absolutely, 100%. You can't touch Jack when it comes to most performances. But he, Mr. Heath Ledger, God rest his soul, God bless him. He gave me shivers, and it's hard to do that to the bat. Uh, you know, I, I, I agree. Heath was an excellent uh, Joker, and, and he was the sole reason that the, the Dark Knight was such an excellent movie. Um... Uh, but so we have a generation of kids who who Christian Bale is their Batman. We, we're gonna have a generation of kids who maybe even already after Batman versus Superman. And, and I see that you want to say something, Bats. Please let's let's wait for that. Let's get to that naturally. Um, but we have a generation of kids who, if not already, Ben Affleck is their Batman. Uh, and and what you know, a lot of hate went towards. Um, that announcement when they first announced Ben Affleck as Batman, and I personally, I thought it was um, good, good casting. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I haven't seen Batman versus Superman myself. I, I've seen clips. I've seen clips of uh, Justice League, um, and, and I like what I've seen. I've heard really good things about Batman or Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, what, what are your thoughts, Bats? Well, uh, I am a huge, huge fan of. Uh, ben Affleck. I think he's a great actor. Uh, he was a hundred percent the bomb in Phantoms, but uh, I still don't think I, I myself 
Uh, and, and I can hold off if you want. Have not seen Batman versus Superman, but uh, you know, uh, from what I've seen, like I said, I, I like what I've seen, but I, I don't think he's quite on the level of Keaton or Conroy. I mean, that's a fair assumption. I, I think I think Affleck will be my second, you know, or or third, depending on. I I put a tie on on Conroy and, and Keaton, but I think I think Affleck's gonna be a very close second to those two. Um, but we now are in a world where we have these conversations of who's your Batman. Uh, they did it in the movie Neighbors, uh, where where uh, 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 Seth Rogen, um, his character, his Batman was Michael Keaton, and Zac Efron, the character he played, his Batman was Christian Bale. Um, so we, we live in this world where a lot of people can pick their Batman. Usually the big ones are like, oh, I'm an Adam West. Adam West is my Batman. Or, oh, Michael Keaton's my Batman. Now we're getting to the world where, you know, you know, um, Bale's my Batman. And as soon as, you know, we're going to have a generation of kids saying, saying Affleck. Um, I just think we live in a great time. And I think everything, I, it's rare to see something with, with your um, iconic look. You're you're icon. You're an icon. It's it's hard to see anything in the entertainment world with um, any kind of ne- like I, I've never seen something. I was like, ooh, that's not a good Batman story. Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty hard to uh, when you have something so great, you know. And I'm I know this sounds like I have an ego, but I mean, think about it. Uh, all those other heroes are fake, you know. There's no, there's no real, the guy who plays, you know, the real Superman from Metropolis, he is a dude from the Bronx, you know, he just dresses up in a costume and has strings and it's all special effects, all right, the, you know, the, the Aquaman, you know, that's a dude from Hawaii who can swim real well, you know, they almost got Michael Phelps to, to play portray Aquaman in real life. You know, so these real-life superheroes, they're all fakes. But me, the Batman, you know, I really, I really witnessed my parents die in an alleyway in Gotham City as a young Bruce Wayne. Whoa, whoa, I thought, Bats, I mean, are you admitting right now, you just, you threw a fit about, you know, me mentioning B-dubs, are you admitting that you have a connection? Listen, Kev, Disregard what I just said. All I'm saying is I'm a real guy who puts on real tights, who works out for real, who takes real martial arts classes, who studies every kind of fighting that there is, who judges UFC fighters for not knowing what they're doing. I'm a real guy who fights real crime, who deals with real, real criminals that are really psychotic. Not... You know, yeah, sometimes we throw in some of the more uh, showy villains. Sometimes I'll hire someone when it's slow, and I got all the other criminals in Arkham Asylum already. You know, we don't want people to forget that Batman exists. So sometimes we do hire some flashy villains. But at the end of the day, I'm real. My villains are real. And I make sure that justice is served in every possible way. So, when you start with something that great, it's hard to produce something that's anything less, but at least, and to use one of your phrases on this show, a little awesome. Well, I mean, hey, thank you for for kind of quoting one of our shows. We are a big fan of things being awesome. You know, so, and I have to agree, I mean, there's not much that I've seen, even, you know, with uh, the comic books, when, when they rebooted 
you know, and I know this has happened before. It's going to happen again. It has happened again. But like when they kind of rebooted that DC universe, um, and we got uh, the new Fifty Two, um, uh, Batman, and I, I'm, I was never, I was always a Batman person, but I was never a DC comics reader, and I didn't really read much Batman comics as a kid. I was always a Marvel kid or just random kid comics and stuff. Um, but you know, with the new Fifty Two, they like they won. They sold me on buying a Batman number one, and oh. Man, did you have you do you read the comics? Well, uh, every now and then I will pick up uh, a Batman or a Detective Comics or you know any of the various lines in my in the Bat family. Uh, but I'm not an avid reader of the comics. Uh, I I don't have time to sit down and read, um, and I don't belittle the comics by saying picture books. Uh, I think, you know, the, as you, I think you're about to say that the new 52 run with Scott Snyder uh, was, was a, a great run. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. And, and you are right. Uh, 100% right. And I read some of those issues and, and they were really good. So, uh, you know, respect to all the comic book authors and artists out there. Uh, but I, you know, I, I have, when I sit down and read, I'm usually reading something that sharpens the old mind, you know, I'm using something, I'm reading something to, to, you know, get better at being a detective, at being better at reading my enemies. So I don't read comics too often, but every now and then I'll grab my bat goblet, I'll drink some bat wine, and I'll sit down in the bat chair in the bat cave. And I'll sit back and read the comics. And I, how about did you read issue five with uh, Scott Snyder's run on Batman and the New Fifty Two? Batman, we're like this man. We, I was gonna bring that up. Issue five in Scott Snyder's run is first of all Quarter Owl's great storyline, um, and and issue five. Um, I don't I don't know if it was written that way or if uh, the artist Greg. I'm gonna butcher your last name. Um, Caputo, Capullo, Capullo. I don't know if what whose decision that was, but to do like a theater of the mind and and you feel you feel the Batman's um, mind getting warped and you have to flip the comic book around on different pages to to read the story, and it's it's just it was. You know, I forget what year that came out. Um, I, I, I want to say 2014, maybe 2013. I, I forget when, but that was, that is probably still my favorite comic, single comic issue to date out of everything I've read. You know, I got I to say, I got to agree. I, I think that it just was stunning. That's all I can say about it. It was absolutely stunning. Uh, if anyone out there that needs you know, wants to read a comic book for the first time, uh, I highly suggest you start with Scott Snyder's run, <coughs> excuse me, on, uh, on Batman in the new 52. So now you started off talking about Adam West and, 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 you know, enjoying that. And, and so let's, 89 Batman and Conroy, you said was your Batman and the animated series is great. And, and it, it did produce, you know, it produced Harley Quinn, such an iconic character these days. Oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, little known fact. So, the Joker, he's as real as they can be. He's he's in Arkham right now, thank God. Uh, he hasn't, you know, I think they may have tightened up security enough to make sure he does not break out this time. 
Uh, and I make frequent trips to inspect the grounds and make sure he's in solitary. Uh, you know, he gets his three meals a day. They're not monsters there at Arkham. But, you know, they have him, I think, locked away pretty good uh, for the time being. Now, uh, now Harley Quinn, they're, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit. Uh, just like the comic book, I saw this character in uh, the, uh, the animated series and I said, Oh, this would be an interesting character to, to hire. I mentioned earlier we hire something characters to, to portray people. Uh, so we hired an actress to portray her. And, and uh, you know, it was a bad move on our part. Because uh, similar to the, uh, Dr. Harleen in the comic books and the animated series, uh, we, we accidentally let this poor soul... Uh, let her mind get warped by the Joker. Uh, we we thought we selected someone that could resist it, um, but it turns out the Joker can. You know, I'm one of the few minds, the great minds that cannot be affected by the Joker. So, uh, so we accidentally created a real life uh, Harley Quinn, uh, and it's not Kevin Smith's daughter. I mean, she's a real life. Uh, Harley Quinn for sure, but she's not psychotic. She's, you know, great girl. I've met her. Great girl. Uh, not psychotic like the comic book character, the cartoon character, or like the accidental character we created in Gotham City. Well, okay, so I've taken two things from this. One, so you've met Kevin Smith and his daughter? Well, I've talked to her on the phone uh, because, oddly enough, she, she found my contact info. You know, it's really easy. Somehow, you, Harley Smith, uh, Harley Quinn Smith, you found my contact info uh, fairly easily. Well, I mean, all we all I had to do was shine a, a bat light in the sky and, and you found me. That's true. I guess I should really only have the one uh, in Gotham. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, she, uh, she, she contacted me. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Okay, so she contacted you to to meet. So why? Well, she contacted me because her, her old man, you know, uh, Kev Smith. He is, yeah, I know. He's a huge fan of, of Batman. Yeah, you, you have you heard his show, Fat Man on Batman? Pretty good podcast. Uh, so you've listened to it before. Well, so. Obviously, after I googled what a podcast was when you asked me to be on it, um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I googled Batman uh, podcast, and that was one of the first that popped up. So I, I gave it a listen. I had to. It was about me. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I know the podcast. I listened to it. I, it. Actually, the original incarnation of that show is Long Form Interview. What this whole show is kind of based off that, and based off his show, based off the stylings of, of Aaron McGathy and, and Aisha Tyler. Yes, yes. Listen, Kev. Don't think I'm a fool. I'm, a, I'm the world's greatest detective. You don't think I've listened to a couple of your uh, Everything is Awesome shows? I've heard you basically verbally blow Kevin Smith, Aaron McGathy, and Aisha Tyler over and over again. We get it. You're a fan. It's a little, it's a little hostile, Bats. Sorry, I'm just I'm tired of, of hearing you say it. Okay, fair enough. Um, let's move on. Um, so, uh, and the other thing I, I took from that is that you, you like what? What about the girl's family? Did you you ruin this girl's life? Well, well, well. 
she signed a waiver. Uh, so uh, everything's cool, or at least that's what you know. What that's on? I get Jim Gordon. He uh, he kind of is um, running with that. He he okayed it. Uh, him and and the and the DA off DA's office. They're handling all that. I I really. Uh, and it wasn't even my idea, to be honest. It was someone else's idea. Sounds like some standard PR back talk. Uh, listen, uh, let's 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 just put this on Front Street right now, uh, Kev. Uh, Bruce Wayne and this Harley Quinn thing are now off the table. Do you understand me? Okay, okay. Come come down, bats. Um. All right. So. Um. Yeah. Animated series is great. Kevin Conroy's performance is awesome. It produced Harley Quinn. I mean, uh, and, and maybe it's different for you having dealt with the real-life Joker, but, I mean, for me, Mark Hamill's portrayal as the Joker is the only voice I've ever heard. And I will say, as far as uh, best Joker that we've seen from the, you know, early days to... So now I can't really speak for Jared Leto's Joker. Do not get me. Oh, 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 he spits in the face of the legacy of the Joker. And I mean, maybe the Joker legacy needs a spit in the face, but that is, I, I, I'm, you know what? Jared Leto's Joker off the table as well. Okay. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Um, but out of all, I mean, even Heath Ledger's legendary performance as the Joker I still think that the best Joker to date is Mark Hamill. Um, he, he does such a wonderful job with it, and he's he's done, you know, him, Conroy, um, all, all those cats from the animated series have done so that have stuck with it for over, God, I mean, I think it debuted in, in 90, 92, 90, between 92 and 94, I think, so like over 20 years. It's it's just, it's, it's a really great to, to see, and A, those guys stick with it, and, and and B, just see them um, kind of you know make the characters their own and and stand up against live action versions. Well, uh, you know uh, I think between Ledger, uh, you know I, I I don't think in my opinion uh, Hamill does a wonderful job, but you don't get those shivers the way that you get from Ledger. Um, and what I occasionally read a book I, you know even when I deal with the Joker sometimes you know when he's talking I, I I get lost and I think that it's it's Mr. Heath Ledger uh because Ledger did a great job I mean Hamill's my number two I you know I, I'll put that uh on the table right now that's fair that's fair uh and and you know Keaton you know for like we mentioned was was my guy but you know I think that the Nolan universe that, that he did with Christian Bale, you know, even though, you know, it introduced us to that ridiculous voice. What are you trying to say, Kev, that my voice is ridiculous? Well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying Christian Bale's voice is ridiculous. Um, I mean, it was... He had to commit for three movies and talking, like, every time as, as Batman. He had to talk like that. That's a commitment. I don't get it. What do you mean it's a commitment? It's my voice. Okay, uh, I'm going to take I'm gonna take this. I'm going to take this part of our conversation. Um, and the table where we put B-dubs, 
Harley Quinn and, and Jared Leto's Joker. I'm just going to put this whole voice subject on that table, if that's okay. You get one, Kev, and this is your one. Watch your step. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, Christian Bale was, you know, I, I, the Nolan universe, I think, is some of the, the better Batman movies we've seen. I've, I've enjoyed them. Um, and I, I mean, definitely, I, I still don't think it holds a candle to 89's Batman, but I, I may even be in the minority now about that. Um, and, and I think like the difference between, here's the difference and tell me if you agree, the difference between Christian Bale and Michael Keaton, um, not necessarily as actors, but as their portrayal as Batman is that I, when, when I watch Christian Bale do his Batman and his, and his, um, his B-dubs, I don't think he could do... Keaton's movie. I don't think he could play Keaton's Batman. I don't think he could play Keaton's Bruce. Um, but I think Keaton, um, you know, maybe not Keaton of 89 could play Christian Bale's Batman, but Keaton as an individual now, like he obviously portrayed Batman in 89 and in, uh, 91, 92 when the sequel came out. Um, but I think him as an actor could portray Christian Bale's Batman. I think I think he could have he could have done it at least now. I think he's got the the gravitas to do it. I will agree with you there, Kev. Uh, I think that might be a first. Uh, uh, now I'm pretty sure we agreed on a couple other things, but you know let's just table that. I told you you got one. All right, all right, we won't table it, but you know go ahead, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, you know I I will agree with you that I think as good as Bale was, Keaton was better. And uh, Keaton could definitely uh, do both. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, and, and uh, that, that's the only reason I give it to Keaton. Now, I think Ben Affleck is is someone that can do all three performances. His performance, the other, Keaton's, and so I'm really interested to see him as Batman. Well, uh, I, I will agree that I'm interested in, in seeing him as Batman, but uh, we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. All right, Bats, um, you know, uh, I'm, I think, you know, I know normally on this show we go an hour, um, and, and you deserve a full hour, Batman, but I know you're a busy man. Um, so, are you, are you free? Can you go a little bit longer? Uh, Kev, I'll tell you what, just for you, I will go another, uh, like, another ten minutes. All right, fair enough. Let's go, let's go another ten minutes. So, I just wanted to, um, you know, get your opinion on the on the state of things. Like the, the the DC, the big topic is is DC extended universe, um, and and how that is playing its role in uh, you know the big movie thing. Like, are you a fan of of, of the Marvel stuff? Well, Kev, uh, you know, I I think. Uh, the DCEU has dropped the ball. You know, uh, um, Man of Steel, garbage, in my opinion. I gotta, I gotta agree with you. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, you know, it wasn't a, a necessarily a bad movie. It was just a bad, um, Superman movie. It was just a bad Superman movie. It was a bad movie, Kev. Uh, and this shit that Snyder pulls, Zack Snyder, Scott Snyder, he's amazing. But Zack Snyder, you're an asshole. I'm saying it right now. The real Batman is calling you an asshole. 
end this Batman versus Superman garbage. Uh, I haven't seen the movie because it is garbage. Okay, um, you know, you, you got, you know, you got. You're introducing a new Batman to the universe. You're establishing a universe of a movie that blew monkey balls, okay? And you have this shitty, and you know what, Henry Cavill, I am sorry, because you were an excellent actor. You were giving shit to work with, so it's not your fault, but you're, you're introducing a whole universe with this shit ball of a movie, The Man of Steel. You're basing it all off that he broke someone's neck. He let his father die die when he could easily run and save the goddamn dog, okay? Listen, this whole universe is gonna be shitty because it's built on the back of a shitty movie. You are passionate about this. Kev, let me finish, okay? Right, go, go. Okay, so you have the shitty movie that you're building, whereas Marvel, your competitors, my competitors, they start their universe off back of a drunken slob, Tony Stark, okay? By the way, the real-life Tony Stark, he's a real nice guy. He, get, he does like to knock back a few not-as-totally-drunk as he is in the comics and the movie, but... You have a drunken slob like Tony Stark as the back of your universe, and they build little blocks from there, and they create one of the greatest. They are one of the reasons we have cinematic universes today, okay? Snyder and the, and the WB or whoever's in charge, you dropped the ball. You built it off of a shitty movie. And now you're, instead of building little blocks to try to repair that shitty back-building block that's holding this whole universe up, you start off with a, with Batman versus Superman, and you introduce every single character in the DC universe. You are a bunch of morons, okay? You're a bunch of morons. And oh my god, you know why people care about the fight between Batman and Superman? You know why they cared about it when we did it in real life? Why they cared about it in the Dark Knight Frank Miller's book that he based off what really happened? Because I became friends with this dude Steve, okay? This dude Steve who portrayed Superman for a little while, okay? He was a great dude, alright? And we were... We fought crime. Now, it was usually fake crime, because remember, actor. But we fought crime, or we hung out. We knew each other for years. We knew each other for, like, a solid decade. And then we did the whole, let's give them what they want. Here, over. All right, sorry about that. Uh, we keep uh, getting um, cut. Uh, so, so hopefully, we're, we, Bats, uh, go ahead and finish what you're saying, um, and, and, and then we'll wrap up from there. You know what, Kev? I'm getting real sick of this shit. I'm having to take a break every two minutes because you keep hitting stop on your recorder. Uh, won't happen again, Batman. As I was saying, uh, we were, we, me, Steve and I, after a decade of being friends, we said, let's give them what they want. Let's give the people hero versus hero. Let's give them the fight of a lifetime. We had 10 years of friendship. We had a decade. And then, you know, just like in the book, there was just decades of friendship. That's why people cared, Kev. That's why people cared about Batman versus Superman. You, Zack Snyder, 
You piece of shit. You ruined my legacy of that fight. You ruined Steve's legacy for that fight. You ruined Frank Miller's legacy for depicting that fight. You, sir, are just a complete asshole, okay? No one cares about Batman versus Superman when there's nothing at stake. You know why people cared about Marvel Civil War? Why they cared about Tony versus Steve, Iron Man versus Captain America? Because we've had years to get to know them as friends, okay? That's why they cared. You piece of shit. And then you go and you combine a shitty looking doomsday in this movie. Oh my god, there's just too much, Snyder. Too much. Okay, I'm just, I, you know what, oh, that's it, you know what, Kev, I'm done, I'm done talking about this, I have to go back to Gotham, thank you for inviting me to your studio, which by the way, is your freaking car, really, this is a shitty experience, I'm sitting here in your car recording, I could have done this shit over Skype from the Batcave, in my underwear, but no, I had to come fly to Pennsylvania for this. So thanks for letting me waste Bruce Wayne's money on his private jet to get out here while he conducts business and I come here for this stupid podcast of yours, okay? You know what? You know who's a bigger piece of shit than Zack Snyder, Kev? You are. You are a huge piece of shit, okay? If you ever talk to me again or contact me, I will punch you in your dopey little face. Do you understand me? Um, so... Thanks for being on the show. Um, and, yep, he's getting out of the car. He's He's out of the car. And he slammed the door, okay? Um, back, okay, he's running into traffic now and hopping over the le- grappling hook up to that building, and he's gone. Okay, that was a awkward interview, I gotta say. Uh, it was it was intense, um, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, so read Batman. I don't, he doesn't really have anything to plug. Read Batman comic books and watch Batman stuff. Even the bad stuff, in my opinion, because, um, every iteration of Batman is great. And, and we need more superhero stuff in our world because it's just so fun to be a geek these days. Anyway, uh, some more housekeeping, some more housekeeping. Uh, just to remind everyone, August 21st, 2 p.m., uh, Eastern Standard Time in the Philly area at Tattoo Moms on South Street. If you're in the Philly area, come check it out. Everything is awesome. The late night in the afternoon edition. It's going to be so much fun. We're, we're, we're getting ready. I think we're going to have our guest finally booked, and I'm excited to, to tell you all who it is. Um, so, uh, you know, that news hopefully will be dropping next week. Um, and, uh, you know, so check that out. Phillypodfest.com for more information on the podcast festival. Uh, check this show out on awesomepodcast.com, on Twitter at RealAwesomePod. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at HHWST. Again, that's at HHWST. You can send us an email at awesomepodcast, nope, at awesome at creatormerstudios.com. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 267-223-4965. Uh, and ma- please make sure it help spread the word of this show. You can support this show in one of three ways. The new way Support us on Patreon.com. Uh, Patreon.com slash Awesome Podcasts. Uh, we have some goals that we're trying to meet, and we have some awesome rewards for people that do back us, uh, like early access, exclusive content, stuff like that. 
Um, and one way to support this show, uh, you can also, what's also really helpful is tell a friend, just tell a friend to listen to everything is awesome. Um, the more ears on the show, the better. And, and, and hopefully people keep spreading the word. And of course, um, and I, I, I ask that everyone do this, even if you support us in other ways, because this also is a huge way to get us in front of more people so that we can book guests like Aaron McGathy, <laughs> like the Batman, uh, and, and other people that we're trying to go after. And, and, um, and you know more people that listen to the show and the way they can do that is if you rate us and subscribe to the show on itunes rate and review us five stars is preferred we'll read those reviews on the air here um and um you know that helps with itunes math get us in front of more eyes which means we have more listeners um and we can be recognized uh by some people some pretty cool people um everyone i talk to is awesome everyone i talk to is cool i the point of the show is talking to interesting people um but i you know i i just a guilty pleasure of mine would be to sit down and talk to famous people that I get to sit down and watch on TV and be entertained by. So I did that with Aaron McGathy. I was able to sit down and, and talk to her. I did that with the Batman, as you just heard. So I'd like, I'd love to do more of that. Um, and you know, we recently, you know, we also did that with Ace Marrero and, and some other cool cats and whatnot. So it's cool. You know, I just want more of it. I want more people to talk to. And, and that, and the only way that happens is with the support of you guys, which you've already shown us plenty of, I'm just asking for a little bit more. Uh, if you don't mind. Um, all right, so for everything is awesome. Uh, and oh, we're in the month of August, which is Philly Podcast Fest month, which means we're doing two episodes a week. That's right. So on Fridays, Wednesdays and Fridays is when you're getting episodes for the month of August only. So uh, we just, 25th episode was Batman. Next, uh, on Friday, our next guest is going to be, uh, and I keep screwing up her name, Amara, I believe. I, I think I got it right. Amara Steele from uh she's the dm of a quest for magic and steel add the extra e for entertainment um so she'll be on the show friday and then her dad who is uh actually kind of like the host of the podcast will be on the show next week for part one and part two of his conversation that we had with him so uh, a lot of cool things happen in the next couple weeks with our cool awesome guests and whatnot so um make sure you um listen so for everything is awesome i'm your host kev and I was going to steal Jason Ashley's line of remember to stay awesome, but not too awesome. And I don't listen. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for listening guys. It's a little, it's been a crazy, the, the interview with Batman threw me for a loop. So you've been listening for to everything is awesome right here. Only on awesome